0: why
1: Hello everybody and welcome into the next state of mind podcast Mackisil, Chip Murphy And joining us today is Chris Purse ah screwed it up
2: chris chris percy i just pull
0: up pull there up there we the, go
2: pull up the twitter bio and just, here just run that again just pull <laughs> up his i had bio. it up
1: but then chip made me feel so confident about it
2: <laughs> you know not to <laughs> and listen then it to just chip.
1: left i'm telling you i don't do names chip you oh, just you start me? it over <laughs> chip you take it away <laughs>
3: <laughs> you already said it you <laughs> right, do it i'm done i feel should it i love, like it. Keep I doing love it i feel like we should keep going with this the
2: <laughs> yeah right, the I, listen we already started this is i'm i'm not cutting i'm yeah, not cutting any more of this off we welcome yeah we've begun we've begun
3: <laughs> yeah yeah this i don't want to start all the way over again <laughs>
2: well we'll
1: just jump into it i i, I the long yeah. joke here is i butcher names that's what i do I, I that that's it we'll just live with it sorry chris but welcome to the show
3: thanks for joining us sorry chris but why doesn't chris chris why don't you say your name the right way before we get started if you want <laughs> I to i close. am
4: i am chris Percyinen, and uh i thank you for having me on the show again i uh, <laughs> very glad to be back so and excited yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: So. Thank you, Chris. So, yeah, Thank so you, now, Chris, and sorry for that. Now,
2: yeah. Now that now that we got all past that, and I i wasn't going to say anything, but Matt <laughs> did leave me out. He said, I'm Matt Castillo with Chip Murphy. No mention, did I really? No mention of Danny Small on the pod. No mention I, you of You know what? Pod. I said we just started over. No, no, no I'm we're I'm Matt we're, Costillo, no. Chip
1: Murphy, Danny Small, Chris Percy you, you really want to start over? No, Damn. no. We're not, <laughs> I got I'm, it. We're That's not starting
2: it. over. We're in, we're but in I, it But I said at that we're time, going. we're going to start from there. <laughs> <laughs> we're in it. I got so, it right after. <laughs> yes. So, so, I guess uh, just to kind of get us back on track here a little bit, uh, today we're going to be talking about some possible trade targets, uh, some big names and things like that, because obviously recent Devin Booker news came out. Uh, you know, there's some rumblings there with a, a Mark Berman article some reports out there so there's some rumblings about Devin Booker possibly his connections to Leon Rose so we're going to kind of go through some of the possible quote-unquote disgruntled stars that the Knicks might be targeting down the line uh and I guess is Devin Booker probably that's probably the place we want to start right um because he's really that's where I want to start yeah he's the guy guy. Chris he's the most he's the most recent name to come out and he's kind of the, i guess the reason why you know we kind of thought to have this pod this week so mm-hmm. chris if you want to just kind of you want to kind of take it away with devin booker stuff because i know that's your guy you've been all over him uh the past week or so Have you seen my twitter header yeah i did <laughs> yes. i did and i love it it's, it's a nice picture of uh of was, devin booker that's right I... looking right up to leon rose it's, it's a nice a nice little touch <laughs> that's not <how I, laughs>
0: yeah so that was my
4: evil yeah that was my evil touch of the week um booker man i don't we were talking very recently about donovan mitchell as someone like oh do we give up the farm for donovan mitchell and it's like all right we'll take that and then i say better i say i think on a good team you get better defense from booker i think mitchell has benefited a lot from having an entire rudy gobert on his team for every year of his career um Add what like four assists, three assists more per game, and like four percent better shooting from the field, and now you've reached Devin Booker. You know what I mean? Like Booker is is my guy over Mitchell, over Beal, over Oladipo. All these we're talking a lot of a lot of shooting guards get brought up. Um, To me, the shooting guard that's going to be your third piece because if you're contending for a championship, you need a wing, you need an MVP caliber wing. And you need a you need a big man who you know traditionally you need an elite big man um, if you're the warriors and you have all star talent at literally every other position besides center, then that's a different situation. but the mold is kind of like all star guard mVP caliber wing all star big man, and that's going to get you probably to the finals in the east a lot um. Booker, if we're talking which guard, which guards, whatever young stars to move for, Booker is, is someone who I am willing to trade probably a lot more than other Knicks fans are for. And I say that only because I would be trading for for Booker knowing that I have other people in the building or coming to the building. Kind of like, you know, the, the Clippers gave up so much for Paul George. But that was also because doing that netted them you know, Kawhi Leonard, I would, I would, I would give up a lot for Booker if, if we had other people in the building. So, you know, I do, I am at the Knicks film school. So Jeremy of Knicks film school, Jeremy Cohen very recently brought up his evil diabolical plot uh, to sell Giannis and AD on New York next summer and to pull the trigger instantly on a Booker deal as their third guy. Uh, I'm, I'm here for that because that team wins a ring and you can't tell me otherwise if Devin Booker is your third guy. Um, the other thing with Booker, the reason I'm an advocate is I think because of the situation the Knicks are in now, I get a lot of, I put out a Booker video breakdown for Knicks SI. I tweet a lot about Booker and I keep getting told that, Oh, this is Carmelo all over again. Oh, this is Carmelo. Well, we would have Devin Booker and whatever assets left and cap flexibility it's completely different we got carmelo and there was no remaining assets and no remaining cap flexibility and that's how we ended up where we are today um still trying to fix the aftermath of that you know watching uh, wasn't that jamal murray pick it was ours right we owned that one and now he's now he's lined up for 160 mil over five years and you know it's it's like we're still dealing with the aftermath pretty much of the Carmelo trade and not having those assets. And I think Booker would be different because if you get Booker in the building and nobody else is here, you still have a lot of different paths you can take going forward. You're not stuck to just pushing for a ring and it's a failure. If not, you know, he's 23 right now, signed through 2024, which is, you know, I'm just giving more reasons for the Suns not to trade him, but, If you, if you, I think not now, and this is the case I made for SI is either at the deadline or next summer or at next season's deadline, you can get him for a lower price just because of the fact that there's less years left on that deal. I pull the trigger on that instantly.
3: Yeah. So would I next season. like you said, I think they play the waiting game with Booker would be the smart move. Like he said, and I like Booker a lot too. I think not enough is being made. Me and you were talking about this before we came on about how well he's played with Rubio this year. His offensive numbers with Rubio are, are, are ridiculous. Like, they're in the 90th percentile with him and Rubio on the court. Uh, I really like that he took fewer shots this year than he did last year. His field goal percentage went up. He took fewer threes this year. His three-point percentage went up and his usage went way down, like three percentage points down. played smarter basketball this year, and he took more mid-range uh, shots. He's one of the best mid-range shooters in the NBA. I know that's not something everybody likes here, but if you make a lot of them, you should be taking a lot of them. In the and playoffs, he's a great it three point- Yeah, in the playoffs, it yeah. matters, right. In the play- We've seen C. the rockets. The-
0: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Jim McCollum. The three-point shot isn't everything in the playoffs as we've seen with the Houston Rockets. But, yeah, Yeah. he takes a lot of them, and he makes a lot of them. So that's when it matters. So, yeah, I really like he's played this year. And I think playing, like you said, with Mitchell Robinson behind him, he's never had a player like that defensively. We've seen what he's done playing with a competent point guard for the first time with Ricky Rubio, a guy who's tried to set him up. I just think another – and – just having a guy there, a guy like a Devin Booker to show that we can have a guy like Devin Booker there would be something. And I don't, I agree with you that we should be wait. We shouldn't make the move like right now and like do something crazy, like trade RJ Barrett for Devin Booker, because right now Phoenix has all the leverage he's under contract for four more years. He just signed the extension. So it'd be crazy to do that. And I'd probably, I'd say wait until after, if you can wait until after the 2021 draft because you, that draft I guess is loaded. Uh, so you want to make your pick there. Uh, I'm sure the only way to get this done is if Booker goes to Phoenix and says, I want out, which he could, they could suck again next year and he might do that. Who knows? And with Leon Rose there and World Wide West there, I'm sure they're going to be pushing him on it. And they are going to have guys on the Knicks pushing him on it. And, I think he's probably only going to get better next year, but a lot of it's the NBA. A lot of things could happen. We don't know how much better DeAndre Ayton's going to get. I don't think he's going to be good enough for Devin Booker to not want to come to New York. We'll see. I like the idea of Devin Booker in New York though. I think he's really underrated and yeah, I like the trade. I'd make the trade, but I would wait on the trade. I wouldn't go crazy and trade like a, a pick this year or a pick from the 2021 draft.
2: Yeah, I think uh <clears throat> I think one of the things we kind of we talked about it before a little bit, but the idea of, you know, trading for Donovan Mitchell, I think is a good one. Obviously, Mitchell's a great player. He's young, you know, whatever. He can he's a primary ball handler, like ball handler. That's like kind of a way to build your team. But I think I'm in agreement with you guys in the the sense that I I like Booker more than Mitchell. I know Mitchell has had the team success yeah you know, the jazz, he, he burst on the scene, rookie of the year, Devin Booker has been kind of, you know, I mean, he made an all-star team this year, but before that, you know, a lot of people said, Oh, he can't win. He can't do this. He can't do that. He's, but I mean, he's stuck in Phoenix. I mean, the reason why we're talking about this right now is because Josh Jackson went on Twitter or on Instagram or something and was like, he's, there's no way Devin Booker's staying in, in that, you know, trash organization or you know whatever he said, But, I mean, I think the fact that he's been in Phoenix, a bad organization for years, has kind of turned a few people sour on him. Whereas, you know, he can score at at all three levels. He's he's a beast in that department. But then we've seen, even before Rubio, when he had to play more point guard because they didn't have anybody at point guard, he was competent as, you know, like a a main ball handler, like playing the point, you know, a decent amount of time. Like, he's good at that. I think, you know, kind of – I don't know if I'm buying necessarily the the Giannis A D uh Booker combo. I don't oh, know. don't buy it. I don't, don't know do if, it. I don't think that's gonna don't happen, it, obviously. No, it's insanity. But I'm, it's insanity. I'm just, but I'm, just yeah. I'm I'm putting myself in that hypothetical right now. And like if you have a Giannis who handles the ball so much, you have like a guy like A D who has the ball in his hands a lot for a big, I guess. Uh, and then you have Booker, like you don't necessarily need a traditional like top flight point guard on that team because when you get into crunch time in the playoffs, like Booker can kind of flex into that primary ball handler type role because you know, he's, you know, he's good enough at that. And then you have Giannis like I think Booker is just such a flexible kind of guard and he's so good at at scoring and some of his like his passing and playmaking gets overshadowed a little bit. Uh, But yeah, no, I, I agree with you guys, you know, obviously Trading for Booker right now is not going to happen because the Suns are not going to give up on him. And he's probably not going to request a trade, you know, or anything crazy like that in the next few months. But down the line, Booker is definitely, definitely, definitely a guy I think the Knicks should keep an eye on. At least, I mean, the connections are all there obviously people are going to listen to this and say, you guys are crazy. Oh, this Knicks, Knicks people. Oh, you do this with media fans. You guys do this every time. Oh, you look at the, you know, the star and say, Oh, we can get him. Like, but I mean, you'd be lying to yourself if you said, you know, Leon Rose and the front office aren't at least keeping an eye on him and, you know, yeah. keeping tabs on guys well, like that. They are.
3: This is why they got Leon Rose in world mm-hmm. wide West, West. Like this.
4: Yeah. Wes is yeah. the guy that needs to be brought up here almost more than – people are like, oh, why did it take so long for us to bring on Wes officially? Because what do you think Wes was doing? He was tampering his ass off yeah. in the last three months. Like, What, what do you so. think he was up to? <laughs> in Cabo, like sitting with his feet up in his flip-flops reading a book? No, he was calling people <laughs> every day probably trying to figure things out. Trying to, They have a – I guarantee they have several plans already developed right now that and i have no idea what it, of course i have no idea what any of them are but i guarantee they have they have leon and wes have one of those cork boards with all the the red strings going <laughs> you know oh, we gotta do this and it's this like, trade yeah. to this guy and he posted this on instagram and i called him and this like they have plans right now on plans on plans on plans to 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 develop some sort of a you you can imagine that leon didn't take this job to tell dolan like hey I'm going to get you a good basketball team. We just have to really stink for the next two years. Like that's not in the cards. It's not. Um, no, they're not going to tank. I, they're not going to tank. And the goal, the goal, real, you know, not realistic, but when you're thinking realistically about what Leon's dream accomplishments would be, it would be a three-star sustainable contender. You know, not not a... Not an old guy and another old guy, and one maybe one young guy like Booker who where you have a two year window and then you're screwed for the next decade when you don't win they're they're probably gonna be looking for guys entering or in their prime uh, and and young guys as well, and Booker very well fits that bill so
0: that's what I one of my favorite if...
3: nBA oh sorry, man. I was just gonna oh, say good. one of my favorite nBA social media fuck ups ever. Is when the Orlando Magic posted that whiteboard picture mm-hmm. in the back, and it said like trade for Saric. I forget the player they were trading for. Sarich, Aaron Gordon. It was so funny. Yeah. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it was so funny.
1: You know, just so to, funny. To bring up what Chris was saying there was, uh, you know, the thing that I was thinking about. If you are going to look at the, you know, and I know there's rumblings and, and anytime there's always, you know, these rumors that a player might request a trade, it's, you guys know how I feel about that. I think anytime there's some kind of star player out there, the Knicks automatically kind of get tied into it. And I don't just buy into the hype because I've seen it all, heard it all. And I, it just right now with this, I, I'm just trying to keep even kill, but I am a big Devin Booker fan. Uh, and I think that's the big thing, like Chris said, is that if you can trade for him, not right, obviously right now it's not the best time to do it, but if a little later on down the road you can add a Devin Booker to your team, not only are you getting a guy that's a walking bucket. I mean, the guy's averaging, what, like 26 points a game this year. I mean, the ball's in his hands. 26, a lot. He's,
4: 26, four yeah. and six on like 48%, exactly. I think.
1: I mean, th- that's the one thing you kind of knew about him even coming into the league, really, and just seeing him, right from his rookie year, the guy is going to put up numbers.
4: I and mean, that's – may I add that that's with his opponent's best defender on him at exactly. all times because who the hell else are they going to guard?
1: Yeah. I mean, he's dropped 70 in a game, which is like the decade's most, most points, I think, you know, if I'm not mistaken, this decade I think 70 was the most points scored in a game and,
2: and he's wasn't only he wasn't 23 he years old. Wasn't he 20 yeah. at the time? Yeah. He'd, he he, he's seven. young. I mean, <laughs> like that's that, the
1: point. This kid is 23 years old. If you he can lost get that this game. guy, you're getting not only game. a star, <laughs> but you're getting a star in his pri- – Actually, matter of fact, the guy hasn't even <laughs> – Not even his in his prime. Game. Game. Yeah, no. He hasn't n- reached He is his five game.
4: years. Biologically, yeah. he is five years away from entering his athletic career.
1: Exactly. Prime. And he's already this freaking good. And, and and normally, I am not like you got uh, Chris. I think you've heard me on the last time you were on the pod. I'm a huge Mitchell Robertson fan. Like, and I know his name is going to come. If you get a chance to get a guy like Devin Booker, Mitchell, I love you, but you got to go. He'll uh, <laughs> pack his bags damn, for him. Shoot, yes. Uh, draft picks as well. Send them out the door and get me a guy like Devin Booker because he's 20 years say- old.
4: What I say about Booker is like for people who say they wouldn't include Barrett in a Booker deal, I say first of all, if you're if you're calling the Suns any time in the next 365 calendar days, and your offer doesn't include uh, RJ Barrett, that is the easiest way for Leon Rose to get his number blocked by Phoenix, like really exactly. quick. Agreed. Just, oh, this yeah. this is a this this is a fan pranking us. Block this caller. So, yeah. For, yeah first of all, that. Second I, of all, and I would love to
1: see you know Barrett. You know, develop yeah. it, it, and but the point is, if you can get a guy you already know that's playing at a high level, and he's right. only twenty-three freaking years old, yes, send Barrett out the door because he's my, still in the my process of development. S- my second point about
4: Barrett is that if Barrett develops a shot and learns to score at all three levels, and and the defense comes along with his strength and as he gets older, you really, you know, like you have all the potential lines of development, worst case, expected, best case, like best case scenario for RJ Barrett, realistically, when he's 23, he is where Booker is now in terms of impact. Like, like, that's like, so why would you not just, if you have the stars now, why are you waiting four more years for RJ when you have superstars that want, that will only come if you get that guy exactly. for them and you have the assets to get that guy for them I love RJ Barrett. I was Jersey right in that there closet and I am going to be the first one calling American express Jersey trade insurance. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I, I, I love RJ Barrett and I know his work ethic is ridiculous Uh, and I know he's going to be good. I, I agreed uh, the posting and toasting guys had Dave Dufour on the show and they kind of came to this consensus that if everything goes well for RJ impact wise. He's doing for a team. What Middleton is doing for the bucks right now. He's a good, Second guy, not a great, but showing is worth a top twenty guy in the league in his best season ever, and not maybe top twenty-five every other year. Uh, I think Booker is already there right now, so that's why I would be—I would not be afraid to include RJ in a deal. I don't think they would want Mitch because yeah. they just traded for the rights to pay Saric, and they just drafted eight and number one, and then if right. you know they have, they're going to be probably paying Ubre also to be their three slash four. So. I don't think they want Mitch. It would. It, I I say if you're gonna trade this summer, the only way I make a trade for Booker this summer is if AD like some something went really wrong in AD's head and he decides he wants to sign in New York and he'll do it if we trade for for Devin Booker. I would send if if it means getting AD, I send RJ and the the 20, 20, 22 and twenty four unprotected firsts, all three of them, and Barrett for Booker if it means pairing him with Davis, if it doesn't, I'm not doing that just to have only Booker in the door. So, right. I think it's
3: not going to happen. So yeah, which I I, I did booker
4: will be in a Phoenix Jersey to start next season. I think no matter what, Mm -hmm. no matter what Leon offers, no matter the Suns might say, Hey, bring us that same offer 20 games into the year. If Booker starts making a stink about wanting to leave, but there's no, it's not getting traded right now. There's, you know, Ian Begley just said he texted a, An executive asking what would happen. The response he got was just LOL in all caps. That's for a reason. (laughs) It's because he's not getting moved unless he makes a massive stink about wanting out and makes it clear to them that, like, they need to move him or they are going to be, like, things are not going to go well. So I think that's when we step in. I just want to touch
2: on kind of Mitch for a second because this was kind of one of the things I was thinking of coming into the show is one of the issues that the Knicks have, like, obviously they have more than enough assets to, like, actually make it, like, pro- I mean, to make these deals. They have so many draft picks. They got R.J. Barrett. They got Like, they have enough young guys to do it. But Mitch is probably, like, I think we can all probably agree that he's their number two, like, player asset to make in one of these deals. But one of the problems is, like, you look at Phoenix. They have eight, and They're not going to be like, oh, we need a, you know, we need a starting center in here. You look at uh Utah, if they're if they're trying to Gobert. get rid of yeah, if they're trying to get rid of Mitchell, they have Gobert, so they're not gonna they're not gonna be high on on uh on Robinson. Same thing like Oladipo, who we'll get to in a little bit. Same thing with him. If like they're trading for Oladipo, they're or uh yeah, if the Knicks are trading for Oladipo, Robinson is not gonna come in like with Sabonis and Turner. Like I think one of the issues there is like one of the Knicks' best assets in terms of just like, you know. A, a legit player who can plug and play and come in and you know immediately impact the team one of their best assets is probably not going to fit on a lot of those those teams that they would trade with agreed
3: yeah i guess <laughs> i wasn't yeah
2: really, I, mean, I mean we're, I we're all assumed. We're, we're all high on mitch like obviously you know knicks fans especially but like you know, at Knicks media, Knicks fan, everyone in New York knows Mitch is like a really good player who like with a high ceiling and everything. But I think we probably overvalue him just because one, he's a second round pick. Knicks fan so,
3: overvaluing their players? Yeah. You're kidding. No, no well, no that, that's that's
2: not even that's not even a shot at Knicks fans because <laughs> every every team's fans like overvalue like and and any sport too. Like Yankee fans are notorious for it. Like all that, but. Mitch, the fact that he's a second round pick, I think they people overvalue him because it's like it's a second round steal. Oh my God, he's so good! You know, people overvalue him because of that. Yeah. And then two, you just saw, you know, two years ago, people were like, "Oh, Clint Capella could be, you know, one of the best centers in the league." Uh, like people were really high on Capella, and then he basically gets like dumped in a deal, you know, to to Atlanta. Whereas, like these centers nowadays, I think unless you're really like that Rudy Gobert, like that unbelievable like phenomenal like top-notch like one two or three like in the like an all nba center you're not i don't want to say like replaceable but your value isn't close to what you know like a a guard of a similar caliber talent would be because i mean a rim running big is great but there's a bunch out there
4: on on capella capella has a dimension of his game that robinson does not that is highly valuable to contending teams which is the passing um, yeah. if you don't have all-star talent at all four positions besides center you need to have a good center who can defend who can anchor you defensively and needs to be able to do one of two things on the offensive end he needs to be able to either pass or shoot if he can't pass too well he needs to be able to hit those corner threes if he can't shoot too well he needs to be an able passer and find your other talent open right and mitch Kind of just, I feel like it, Mitch has these goggles on where like everything is in black and white and all he can see is like the shining orange rim. And he just knows like that and just jumps up, dunks. and But what else does he do for you? We see Mitch, he gets the ball anywhere that's not the paint and he literally just stands there waiting, looking around. Uh, where's yeah. RJ? Ah, no, oh crap, gonna have to give it to Alfred. Uh, uh, here you go.
0: And that's it, like,
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know and if mitch can add that you know off a pick and roll pop it to mitch down low and he kicks it out to say my guy Daniil gallinari in the corner that's an aspect of his game oh. that would be helpful but he doesn't have it and he hasn't shown it he i don't think he right. has ever and averaged that's... over two assists in like a two-week stretch or something like that he hasn't even had a two-week stretch where he's averaged over two assists like some some, some crazy stat where the passing is just not there at all we know the shooting is not there because he shoots 0% right. three. Will the shooting get there next season? He just said again on Instagram today that he's going to start shooting. He said on TikTok like two weeks ago, I made like a fake breaking news report. Like Mitchell Robinson, per his TikTok, has announced he'll start shooting. And Macri had a field day with that one because he's old. Um, but
0: Every, every <laughs> year. It's, no. it's,
4: it's, whenever next season starts – trust me
2: trust me there's gonna be like you're gonna see articles like one day like media availability you're gonna see like eight different articles come out there like mitchell robinson says he's working on the three-point shot and like i mean all like everyone right. and you we you can all, see we, it yeah. now
4: because you see we one like, of them's me, gonna be mine
2: we we all yeah that's <laughs> yeah. the thing like we all know it's n- like like the for, uh, rookie year like he said it in the beginning and everyone was kind of like oh, oh is is he for real then this year everyone was kind of like Okay. I don't, it's probably not for real. N- the next year, like next time it happens, like everyone's going to be
4: writing no, an
2: article. It. Like, like, I believe uh... if he
4: takes, if he starts taking exclusively open three point shots, it'll depend on the roster. If I look at next year's roster and it's like what I tweeted out the other day, that mock roster, I actually really like that roster of mine. Um, with a lineup of Drogic, Lamelo, Barrett, Gallo, and Mitch. If it's a team like that where the point of the season is very clearly to optimize the young talent already in-house to use it as trade uh, bait the next summer, okay, then, yeah, Mitch might want to start taking those open shots, and I think they'll let him start taking those open shots. Um, but if you know, if we go after Chris Paul, Mitch will Mitchell- – Robinson is not shooting three pointers and
1: even with the way you like you you see on social media you know I I think a couple weeks ago he was dribbling the basketball you know between his legs and everybody was going crazy like oh that's impressive for a seven-foot guy with handles like that and he was going up against (laughs) like a four-foot midget that his was buddies there. literally he, you know what i mean i never like, seen of course a course you're clip. gonna look like an, you're gonna look like a street baller when you can do that against you know that's that, that's not an NBA i have yet to see a workout talent, clip you know? of
4: mitchell robinson that's not with his friends like i don't exactly. know who he's working out with but
1: and and, and when you post videos of him shooting <laughs> You know, I think what happens, and I think this is the point that we're making, is that, you know, people might see him on his social media account shooting a wide-open three and go, wow, man, he's adding that to his game, and that's great. And then the argument here when it comes into trade talks about him is, oh, what if he develops that three-point shot? Or not even – it doesn't have to be a three-point. It can be that 15-foot shot right at the elbow or on the short baseline or something. You know, we all know that's obviously going to – add value to him but here it's the what if and that's the thing so we don't know he could develop it and that'd be great but if he doesn't develop it then yes he's a one-dimensional player. he's just gonna dunk the basketball he's gonna rebound the basketball block some shots
2: I've seen it that's go ahead I don't I don't want to cut you off
1: well just the, the, the the closing thought with that is again when you're talking about potential trade you already have a guy that you know what he can do, like Devin Book, you know, is a great shooter. Mid-range shooter, can shoot the three-ball well. You know all that. Mitchell Robertson is more of the what-if type thing, and I think fans kind of get caught into it. Well, what if he develops this? That's great and all, but at the end of the day, if I already know a guy that can do it, then I want him. Because you know for sure it's going to happen. Instead of let's bank on this guy developing this, because it may never happen, and then you're completely screwed. I know it sounds like I'm bashing, uh, bashing Mitchell Robertson because, again, I can't stress enough how much I love him. But when we're talking about, like, a trade for a player like a Devin Booker, I already know what I'm going to get. There is no more development. I mean, obviously he's going to get better. But we just mentioned that. He's only 23 years old. He's not even in the freaking prime of his career. That's the point. You know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to see later on. Like, you, you, you just know it. Somebody like Mitchell Robinson's aspect, we don't know if he's going to develop a jumper. And just because he posts a video of hitting a three-pointer with nobody else in the gym, I mean, anybody
2: can do that.
3: I've seen – I contend that. To to, to
2: jump (laughs) in and make make my point, I was going to say that I – like I was at – right before the shutdown, I was at like pretty much every Knicks practice, and I've seen Mitch hit like tons and tons of threes. Like I've seen him sit there and drill like – five six seven in a row right. and like NBA, every 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 nba shot. player like no matter exactly. what they can hit those shots in the gym yeah. when they're when they're just, just in the gym warm-ups messing around they can hit yep. all those shots but in a game it's a it's such a it's different story it's like a yes. different story like i contend
4: I to this day that that meyer zoke's best ever tweet is when Denny Avdia, and I buy Denny's revamp shot, by the way. That thing is lightning quick, and that kid has moved up to number five on my big board um, because of it. But Denny tweeted out that first video of him just, like, shooting for two minutes, and Myers Zoke responds with a video of him in an open gym shooting corner threes. He makes, like, 20 in a row, and he's like, Denny, I'm impressed, but remember that anyone can do this, like, uh, very Meyer, but like, yeah. I, I you know, no, it's true. I, I, that's it, I still it say really it's his is. best tweet ever. That guy. It's that it's guy a. Hun- I mean, it, Denny.
2: it's a hundred percent true. Like, like nice. these these guys are. They're all NBA players. They literally, like, they they like think of what whatever. If you're listening to this podcast, think of what you do for eight hours a day at work. Like, just imagine instead of like doing what you do for work, like just being in the gym and just shooting, 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 like they're all they can hit those shots it's obviously way different in a game when you right. have nba defense and things like that like all these guys can hit shots it's just a different story when you actually have defense on you like,
1: right I mean, when you watch yeah. warm-ups again, and that's i mean like,
2: we're yeah. we're going off of the rails here but well, like, that's, that's the the, that's the, 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 yeah, the yeah the twitter guy who's like who's like oh like you're shooting 20 percent from three like i could shoot better than that it's like no you can't like you no, can't no. So you, just, you know
1: yeah you watch warm-ups and yeah. even the guy that never plays is not missing a shot frankie like, lakina like
2: barely misses threes exactly. in, in I mean, warm-ups and not even guy. hit the
1: rim it's just all freaking yeah. net. like yeah. these guys can do this so it, it what we're saying is like people get caught up in these videos and going oh i don't want to trade somebody like mitchell robinson because i seen on facebook he hit seven three-pointers by himself with his friend that passed the ball and they're wild, like they think like Dirk Nowitzki is going to show up on the court and he's going to be draining threes left and right. It's not going to happen. <laughs> he's not going to. He's not. He doesn't have the green light to shoot a freaking three pointer. I mean, it's an open freaking gym. It. it that, that's you know. That's that's where people got to pump the brake. Yeah, I know what I'm going to get with Devin Booker. He's going to shoot that in the in the game and make it. You know, like I know that's going to happen. So that's why I'm saying like, right. you know, I get the I get the if.
4: ideology behind your point. Yeah. Right.
1: You know, the what if. What versus what I know is going to happen—that that you got to pull the trigger on something like that. That's.
3: I Remember mean, when Hassan Whiteside used to post videos of himself shooting when he was in Miami? So it, it can go both ways. Yeah, I like.
1: it just it, it, it its kind of just people get caught into like, what if he adds this? What if that? And you have a chance to get somebody that you know can do it. You got to pull the trigger on something like that. Now, I know we have other guys here that we kind of uh, thrown in there. You know, some other kind of the, the big topic always is like disgruntled star that might want to get traded, move to a different market. Uh, somebody like Bradley Beal as well has been uh, mentioned. And of course, as you know, you can go look articles and see him tied to the Knicks there. That's another name. Uh, and basically, you know, I think for me personally, if I've started off with a guy like Bradley Beal, obviously another guy that's a great shooter, um, you know, it's a league now that you got to be able to shoot the basketball. and We all know the Knicks have not been able to find a consistent shooter. I mean, Wayne Ellington was this, like, high-percentage three-point shooter. He comes to the freaking Knicks, and he can't hit a three-pointer to save his damn life. Uh, you know, so the Knicks are, are looking for some kind of shooter, somebody like Bradley Beal. If he was disgruntled, wanted to leave Washington, what would that kind of trade package look like? I think it would be less than a, like a, a Devin Booker because obviously – Way less. Uh, Biel, yeah, I mean, what, what is uh, – bills like 28 years old or something like that. So yeah, starting probably getting into the prime of his career, maybe he's a little bit younger. I'm not – 29. Sure. 29, yeah, older, whatever. Um, it's just – 27 What, what kind right of now. package – 27.
2: Oh. I, yeah, I was going to so, say, I mean, say he's younger than me, which like by a, a couple 27. months. 27.
3: Yeah. He's 27, he's but he forever, just signed an extension. So yeah. through 2023.
4: With with Beal, my thinking with Beal is that I say like I'd like to move for Booker if he's your second or third guy, but like if he is the first guy in the door, so be it, because he can definitely bring other stars at some point. Like that talent is is noticeable by anyone who plays the game. Uh Beal is one of those, like I'm not trading for Bradley Beal if that's my first guy in the door. That's like my complimentary star. I can't, I can't hitch my wagon to Bradley Beal if I'm going. That's not that doesn't work for me. To me, I I think both like i I
2: mean Booker obviously he's younger, which is is nicer than than Beal. I mean Beal 27, he's entering his prime. But I think both of them, I'd be I'd be pretty comfortable with either of them as like my second guy. Uh, I mean they'd be number one on this current Knicks team, obviously. But either one of them, I think you can have them as a second guy. And they wouldn't be like final or uh, championship favorites or anything like that, but I think that's a good place to start. Where if you have, yeah. you know, you have you have Beal as your number two, I think that that's a that's a roster that could work. But of course, at that point, it depends on you know how you fill around those guys, how you how you kind of kind of work around them with their you know getting good role players and shit like that. Um, but I, I mean, I like Beal. I like Beal like a lot. I, obviously, I'm a little biased because uh, mm-hmm. he spent one year at Florida, which is my 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 guys, my team. Uh, and you know, I think I think Beal he's he's come a long way since since he's coming in the league. Like uh, I think it was Kevin O'Connor put out a piece today about how basically the dynamic in Washington has almost switched. Where you know, before Wall's injury, Wall was the number one and Beal was the number two, but now. Right. Going forward, it's going to be Beal as the number one, Walls as number two. He showed he
1: could be a one. He right. could, yeah. He which I
2: think, sure. I think we'll see because nah, I, nah. I, I, don't think they're going to trade. Well, that's a, they're, yeah. They're, they're not going to trade on a Beal, losing team. They're not going to trade Beal this year, and I think this this upcoming year because he opted out, obviously. But I think this upcoming year we're going to see like can Bradley Beal be a legit number one on a team? No, I, pro- I don't think so. I, I, I probably agree with you there, Chris. Like, I don't think he's going to be a number That's, one. If you but think, I think Bradley
4: he- Beal is a number one, you also think D'Angelo Russell is a number one. Like, they, neither of them are. All right. Or rather, I can phrase it like this. I'll phrase it like that. How about this? I'll rephrase that. They could be your number one the same way that I could play the flute right now. Like I, I can pick up a flute and, and I assume and make you don't sounds. play flute. Is that what like,
3: you're
4: saying? Yeah. <laughs> not, never once in my life. Like, like a, a team with, with Bradley Beal as it's number one is, is, and here's a point that I was looking to bring up at some point during this pod. Cause I think a lot of Knicks fans need to hear this uh, when we're talking about these all crazy aspirations, right? Just because something is better than what you have now does not mean it's good or really good or something you should be putting all your hopes and dreams. Like just because Bradley Beal would be by far the best player on this team right now does not mean he's getting you anywhere in the playoffs as your number one. Would he be the the best player this team has had since Kristaps? Like, yeah, but what is that saying? You know, people get too caught up in my opinion on the whole Oh well, I'll trade whatever for Booker right now cuz he'd be the best player we've had since Carmelo. Okay. Right. And then what are you going to do? That's... What do you do from there? Bud, what do you do from you have no assets left and now you have Booker and cap flexibility, but with only Booker, what are you going to use that cap flexibility on? It's I think Booker all any of these guys, any of these shooting guards we're talking about, Beal, Booker, Oladipo, Mitchell, these are I, I, none of them to me are someone who you want as your number one on your team right. for more than one year. If Booker's the number one, yeah, like if he's the number one, and then the next year you make some something else happen, or you you send some crazy, the the Pelicans decide they're going to pay Lonzo, and you send some crazy offer for Brandon Ingram, and now you have Booker and Ingram. Okay, now we're talking. But if Booker's your number one for more than one year, that's wasted time. I think, I think
2: that I I would say I definitely agree with you. Getting like a guy like Beal or Booker as your number one, and like becoming. You know, uh, a five, six, seven seed in the East, and maybe winning a playoff series here and there. Like, that's not It's basketball purgatory. Yeah, basketball purgatory is a good way to put it. But I will say this is completely anecdotal. But at least a few of my friends who are you know big time Knicks fans, but you know, you know, kind of they're just fans. You know, but they'll they'll text me and they'll people will say like, I just want like something i just want playoffs i like i want i want something to watch like obviously yeah, the, the ultimate the ultimate goal yeah the ultimate goal is a championship but i think there's a good portion of knicks fans i mean I, I have no idea what the percentage is or anything like that but i think there's a good portion of knicks fans that would would actually be happy with just having like a competitive team that
4: makes the playoffs. I know wasting my time. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I know. Like I know you guys you're, you're, are
2: not yeah. that group of fans. I, and I, I know. I, I, know think, I know you're I talking about this. There's yeah. definitely
4: a group yeah. of fans out
2: there that are like des- It's desperation. Yeah. For those that, would those that be, think oh, that, oh, percent
3: Yeah. For those, for that example, think if, you the, a, if oh, you're okay. an eighth go ahead,
1: seed, Matt. you know. For those that think that, like, if you're an eighth seed, congratulations, you earned yourself four more games in the ninth seed like <laughs> that's it yeah <laughs> I, yeah I, it's not worth I, it like, at
4: all an example is this like i think if i ran a poll right now and said hey knicks fans in the f- game one of the 2022 season the three best players on your team are Lamelo ball donovan mitchell and devin booker are you signed up for this yes or no yes wins resoundingly because people just want something but what the hell is LaMelo Ball, Devin Booker, and Donovan Mitchell going to do in the second they get to the playoffs? Like, they'll get to the playoffs. That'll be cool. And they're going to get there, and Giannis or Kawhi or Simmons or whoever it is is going to smack them right out. It's it's just not worth our time. What are we really doing here? The point is to win championships. I know we're deprived. I know we're depressed. I, I personally – uh, cry myself to sleep every night when I think about <laughs> Katie and Kyrie uh, and Zion and everything right but uh, you can't why dream small you know if we're dreaming in the first place dream big yeah it's- do something worth your time and that's why I spent time talking about AD and Giannis and, and things like that because It's like, and people Oh, you're only 18. You have time to, you have time anyway. You know, like I'm 50, I'm 35, I'm 60. I I've already dealt with enough decades of terribleness and I just want something. Well, sorry. I want more than just something like, give me five more years and we'll get you to the finals instead of spending two years in the semifinals and then not seeing the playoffs for another decade because we screwed ourselves out of assets for the next decade. And, and, I don't, I'm not that impatient. And maybe that's because I'm so young, but I think that's worth it to be patient. So
3: I can't be too mad at those guys because I'm 31 and I'm, I'm still bitter, like, and, and angry about all the losing that I've seen. So if I'd had to watch it for 60 years, I, I can't imagine. If I was 60 years old having to watch it for that long, I can't imagine. But yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm not in for in being in the same situation that the Orlando Magic are in right now where the Washington Wizards and chasing after They're the stuck 7th or 7th or 8th seed and just having like Nikola Vucevic as your one guy. But yeah, we've we seen what Bradley Beal, a Bradley Beal high usage 22 shots per game team is. If Bradley Beal were the number 1 guy on the Knicks next year, it would be the Washington Wizards this year. They wouldn't exactly. begin as too. the eighth seed. Exactly. So I think it's... and I think we could get
4: some more talent. I think say say this summer we send uh God, we send this year's lottery pick and Knox and Frank and one of the Mavs firsts, and that gets us Beal. Right? Then we have oh Mitch. God. And we have the cap space to do Gallo and Drajic still somehow, right? Something like that. Like maybe we're talking fifth seed. Maybe we're talking fourth at best. But even if you that's get still, there, what's ha- still What's happening? Yeah.
3: yeah. You're out. What's first, happening? Yeah, I mean, you, you might get, get
1: through the first round, but you're out and the second round. Exactly.
3: That's you right. I mean, might that's, get that's, through that's the first round. It. Yeah. You might get through the first round. You might get through the first round and you're counting on Gallo as much as I love Gallo. You're counting on Gallo staying healthy exactly it's not you're not getting anywhere it, the knicks do not
4: need to acquire an all-star this summer nor should they feel like they have to nor should they, i hope they know that the smart fans i'll, I'll declare ourselves the the yeah. smart <laughs> fans right like yeah. we're, we're willing we'll give you one more year leon you don't stink it up next year because jimmy d doesn't want that but don't be afraid to not make the playoffs next year if it means being way better for the next 10, is my point.
3: Yeah. Well, Tibbs saw it, what uh, moving the goalposts up, accelerating the timeline did in Minnesota. He fucked up doing that. So if he's coming in, he knows what a mistake that can be. Like, he he tanked or I don't know if he tanked. He lost that first year in Minnesota, and he panicked, and he traded for Jimmy Butler. And it was a mistake doing right. that. But – I don't know if it was a mistake trading for Butler, but it was a mistake the way he handled it. It didn't you know? work out. Yeah, it didn't, no. it didn't yeah. work out. We, yeah, we didn't can all agree out. that. Butler didn't, didn't work really out. want to be there. Yeah. yeah. He didn't Butler didn't there. want to be there. Well, I yeah. don't I don't think that was Tibbs' fault. I think that was – No,
1: no. I but think that was Wiggins, it was
2: Wiggins and Towns more than, yeah. more than Tibbs. I think <laughs> yeah, Butler, I mean, was, it, Butler it, was fine with Tibbs. Butler and Tibbs got along – Swimmingly, well, yeah. Those two are
4: both. Uh, those two are both crazy.
3: Oh, yeah, they yeah, crazy about I, winning. Okay, I They're cut from the I same cloth. I don't think cloth. Butler was. They're both. I think they're both tight, but I don't think Butler was thrilled with Tibbs at the time. I think they're probably probably not. No, probably not. Yeah. But Tibbs, you can hear what he even was said awesome. back
1: then. Like Tibbs it was, was Jimmy Butler's comments
3: about. You know the way, like
1: the way the team's attitude was. Mm-hmm. Like it was just, it was a bad yeah. situation from I, the start, yeah. and it, it kind of brings up, you know, like we have Leon Rose now. What we're kind of talking about here is I don't want to see kind of like a Phil Jackson way of doing it, like the band aid fixes.
0: Oh, like, I'm not worried about and, that.
1: And, yeah, They're you know what I mean. Similar about don't need to get like Derrick Rose or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we just start throwing some names that were good like six years ago. To give the illusion like we're gonna be competitive and it was like a complete train wreck disaster. You know, and that's what I'm saying. You don't need to do something like that. You just gotta wait it out, kinda of. and, and I, I think Leon, like as you said, Chris, he, he has a plan. It's like he's been working,
4: you know, what I was before he
1: even became the job is he has. Yeah, a plan I was gonna say what, what I
4: it. what he's I was follow. what I was just about to add is that you like you can't and this is not something I know. This is not something anyone's told me. This is just my brain sitting and doing some thinking for once, and you, there's no shot that Leon Rose went, oh hey James Dolan, oh, you want me to be the president uh sure I'll do it let's let's figure it, let's let's sign that contract, and now several months later he's starting to figure out what he wants to do no. now he took this job with a plan in mind that was discussed with dolan before he, he dolan didn't just go like ah, that guy, let's do it. And uh, no, 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 there was, there was a plan that was discussed and and a methodology because Dolan's been sold on shitty plans before. Like the Dolan was, wasn't it Mills and Perry? They just told, they told Dolan they were going to make the playoffs this season. Like, Morris Randall Barrett will get you to the playoffs, and then we'll go for I'm pretty sure they made him the guarantee, and that's why they both—that's why Mills got fired. I think I they guaranteed in playoffs. I read I don't that. Know, I don't know if there was—I
2: don't know if there was a guarantee, but I do know for a fact that when, like, when they brought in these guys, like the you know the Bobby Portis, the Marcus Morris's of the world, like right. when they brought them in, they told those guys they said, "We the plan is to compete and go for the playoffs." Yeah, like, that's what I mean. We're I, doing. I think you can so so that. at a, yeah. At, I don't know if necessarily like Mills got fired because they weren't making the playoffs, but like it, yeah, obviously it was because yeah. they sucked and they told him like, we're going for the playoffs. We're going to be yeah, right. I just, And I happen. think but well, you, I your think point is that, correct. You, yeah, no, you're, you're right, Chris.
1: You you see that a little bit like, you know, like the first 10 games of the season, they had that review and they're like, we didn't meet our yeah. expectations. that that's I just a tell-tale watched it again today. Team, I watched it yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a telltale sign that this team or Mills and, you know, they, they thought this team was going to be more competitive as it is. Like, I'm pretty sure coming into the season, they didn't listen to our podcast because I didn't see what they saw at all. The expectations were so low. But they come in the first 10 games. Yeah, we really just didn't meet the expectation. What What do you think? You know, Colin. I mean? Colin was so, predicting.
2: Colin was predicting playoffs. Friend of the show, Colin Loring. Actually, I don't want well, to. Friend of you guys. Friend of you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. God, <laughs> shut up, Chip. Um, but uh, I don't actually. I don't want to put that on Colin and say he was definitely predicting playoffs. But like, we had a lost. He episode We had like twenty
1: twenty five wins. We had that, a we know. had a lost
2: episode pod with me, Chip, and Colin, where Colin like blew our minds with some of his takes. And one of them was like, (laughs) we're going to be like a sneaky playoff, like maybe like compete for the playoffs, which I know Chip and I, I can say with certainty, we were like, that's not happening. Like, that's just not happening. I will say my,
4: my best, my most, cause I, you know, I am, I'm only, I'm only 18. I've only been in the fan game for a few years. And I've only been a, a real like super fan for, for probably only three or four years at this point. I will say that my win, I predicted 32 wins on the season exactly that was my
1: high and that was if you my take
4: if you take Miller's oh. win percentage multiply that by 82 I think it comes out to like 31.7 or something like that. That's like the yeah. closest I've been to being right about anything with the Knicks. I swore that Derrick Rose team. No, nah, they got it. They got it. They'll do it. They'll pull. Yeah. <laughs> super, <laughs> Cause super I, I mean, I was like eleven. I, I don't know how old I was when that happened. I was like 13 when that happened. I was, I was an idiot. That's yeah, okay. That's okay. We'll, we'll give you, we'll give you a pass. On that. <laughs> I, like, that's we'll why I, I will a lot say lot that of people, I predicted, lot of I, I predicted team. the success of this team under a competent <laughs> replacement level. At worst coach was 32 wins. And that's what they did under Miller. Which isn't not not great, Bob. Uh, you know, like but but <laughs> and, for the and the, who they got had. them to that? So who terrible. got them? That's that's another thing. With next season, that when I say that the goal for next season should be the optimization of our young talent, I think i, I what I mean by that specifically is, however many games we win, it's because the kids won those games. It's not because Dragic and Golinari won those games, and Barrett and Robinson were along for the ride it's because we have Barrett and Robinson doing that, the, the brunt of the scoring that we had Randall do this year. And we had, you know what I mean? Like whatever we do next season, I'm okay with it, however many wins it is, as long as it was the kids that got those wins or losses. Like, like if, if, it's, if we're winning or if we're living or dying by Barrett and Robinson, I don't care how bad we are because that's the best we can do in our circumstances right now you know, and is to optimize the young assets, decide whether we want to keep them or not, probably figure out where we're going to trade them, if I'm being honest. Uh, And, and that's the ideology I would like to approach next year with is what do we have in house? What do we have in house post draft? How do we optimize that? And how do we make sure that we're not like, just sending these kids like these kids aren't just on skateboards like hitched to the back of a truck that's you know driven by randall and whoever else like like, they're the ones in charge they're driving the ship and whether the ship is going into a large iceberg or into playoff paradise uh it's it's the kids that are steering the ship that's that's my goal
3: i was just gonna say that how do you optimize that find someone to take julius randall you need to trade randall charlotte but, Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte. That's I'm been still the, in that's on a. That's been the. i guess on Randall,
4: Randall, and Smith for Zeller and Monk. I'm so in because I like Cody Monk Zeller Monk. more than the average fan. I think. Um, get Dennis back home. Get Monk a change of scenery. Nah, ah, I don't hate it. We're just.
3: We're destined to get everybody from that. that draft that we. That we yeah. Oh attend. yeah, every. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Mitchell's Mitchell's coming later, right? Like it's yeah,
3: maybe.
0: <laughs> was that Hopefully, wait? Am yeah. I
2: am I off on that? Was Mitchell was that same? No.
0: no. No, no, no. You're Frank. right Frank the Oh no, eight, Monk, Monk, was 11, the no-, oh, no Monk was
3: the Knox draft. Monk was the Knox draft, wasn't he? Am I wrong?
4: No, the Knox draft was Knox was uh, Monk was in Fox's draft, and then it was Knox and SGA who were teammates. Knox went okay. nine or eight and, and yeah, SGA Monk, went 11 and then was traded back to 12. Okay, I was right. Um, initially. it if Frank went yeah, yeah. eight, Monk,
2: Monk, Monk went 11 draft. and Mitchell yeah. went 13. That's right. Okay. That's right. Okay. So we were right. I just uh, thought I was crazy yeah. for a second.
4: Um, Speaking yeah. of that draft, though, um, that that got me thinking about. I know we're talking young stars. That got me thinking about that Fox and Bagley beef and how Fox is totally not someone I would trade for because I just don't see really? a world in which paying him the money that you have to pay him at some point gets you anywhere that's past the first round. If you know what I mean by that, like a team paying De'Aaron Fox a max has a clear ceiling on it as well. Like I'm of that's how I stand on him. That, that's a random yeah. thought though. I know we're talking kind that's of more established guys on this pod, this episode.
3: The Kings are they're definitely going to max them out. So. Oh,
2: 100%. 100%. Right. You, well, uh, actually, Chip, you guys uh, on Hoops Addicts, you, uh, you just had a pod. Uh, sorry, I'm blanking on the Kings Rider, but I remember. Yeah, listening we just to had it. a
3: Kings Rider on.
2: Yeah. And yeah, he said, you guys, the, you guys are talking about basically De'oran like fight. they're definitely going to max him out. Like that's yeah, that's one he guy said that they're, they're 100%. They're definitely yeah.
3: going to max him out. Mm hmm one of the few guys i guess they're all in on Rashawn holmes too obviously Mm -hmm. but uh yeah one of the few guys they're completely all in on is fox i guess and they're gonna max him out but uh yeah i like fox
2: i actually i don't know i like i don't disagree with you chris on the fact that like if you max out fox like where is your ceiling like right that's a a d'angelo russell type guy
3: to
4: me too
2: yeah but to wow, me really to me, I think that first like that first max that they get, you know, like these guys that like right off the rookie contract i would I would feel comfortable giving him that contract because he's still young, it's not like right the no, max sure. that the max that you know. Rudy Gobert is going to get the next but time, but to
4: give so, up yeah. assets for him and then that's, pay him that contract? Yeah. No, that's my good, line of thinking with guys like D'Lo, and I'm, I'm sorry, Chip, no, for D'Lo slander. You're right. My line of my line of thinking goes like, <laughs> like he's getting all mad. <laughs> my line of thinking <laughs> goes like this: D'Angelo Russell <laughs> is at his best when he is ball dominant. D'Angelo Russell are, are a team that has D'Angelo Russell as a Dominator of the ball has a very clear ceiling, uh. In my opinion, and maybe not if you can get talent around him. But then, if you're paying that guy a max contract, then you're what? What flexibility do you have to get talent? So, so Fox, Jamal Murray, um, and d'angelo Russell are the, and Murray's probably the best of the three in my opinion. But these are guys to me that if you're paying them that massive deal, you're not winning a championship. Right. You can use them and something else and another draft pick you get lucky on and combine that to get you your elite wing and maybe that's how you. But I don't view any of those guys as more than a stepping stone. That's along the lines of the point I was making. Like you're getting stars, but these are stars that we're wasting our time with because what are they actually going to do here? You know, like yeah, I, that's I think, I think I think if one. you're the Knicks, if you're the Knicks, you need to plan to be crawling for the next twenty years, and if at any point. You are given an opportunity to to full sprint, take it. But if someone says, "Hey, you want to start walking now?" No, keep the slow crawl going. Hey, you want to start you know, jogging? I know this is a strange analogy, but you know what, whatever it is. Unless you can go from crawl mode, crawl rebuild, full rebuild, crawl mode to full championship contending sprint, I don't waste my time with anything else in between. Because what do we have to lose anyway? We already stink. We already. You know, why Why not just stay bad instead of – or stay on the bad but slowly on the way up, you know. If we're going to skip steps, skip a step to a ring. Don't skip a step to the second round and then try to finagle your way up from there. That's why I, I avoid trading for someone like Oladipo if he's the only guy in the building as well. I think you have the same – a similar ceiling.
1: Right. I, I think I think that's fair because, like, you know, you, you get – they're talented players. But they're the kind of players that you know with the loan, they ain't going to take you anywhere. You, they need two other guys to go with them. And like you're saying, if you're paying them that max money, where, where are gonna those guys coming else? from? Exactly. And, and I mean, I oh, well, bad.
4: you still have assets to get those guys with. No, you yeah. don't. That's you got the first guy in the door. Exactly.
1: So. And, and and it's not like you don't it, – it's not that they're not good players and we don't acknowledge just them. Just because they're, cause they're better players, than what we've just had. they need a lot more. Right. doesn't mean yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't help you. Yeah. That's so true. I, I, I mean, I, I think that's very fair to say because, you know, there's a lot of guys, you know, and, and Bradley Beal's like one of them. I love Bradley Beal. I, I enjoy watching him play, but again.
4: Oh, he's, people, like, he's one of my favorite people right. in the NBA. Like I, I love just, him and watching him play is super fun, but a team paying him a maximum contract needs to have yep. two players that are better than he is on it. Otherwise, unless you have Giannis Beal, and then you use the rest of that money on the best – Rest of starting lineup and bench that the NBA has seen in recent history, you're not getting anywhere. Where where are you going with that? Where's yeah. that? Where's that getting you? And Beal's 27 already. So I don't. I think I kind of disagree with that a little bit. Not because,
2: like, obviously a a three star like three headed dragon is the like that's in the past. We've seen that is like that's that's the goal. That that's how you win. Durant, Curry, Thompson. And that, I mean, obviously the Warriors, they had Dre. So
4: that's like, the one, like, it's a exception. different, yeah, that's there's, the there's a different the four star, but, but you look at it
2: even like, even like in Cleveland, when they, when they beat the Warriors, it was LeBron, Kyrie, love, like that three headed kind of dragon has in the past been the way, but I think now, unless, a, unless like a team kind of emerges, I think like the two star team is what we're seeing from a lot of the places, like Brooklyn has Kyrie and KD. Obviously if they trade for Beal or somebody in the summer that kind of changes but like Well, just because L- we're seeing Bo- it from
4: a lot of places doesn't mean that we're we have a lot of real contenders.
2: But this year, is there any team with like three legit contenders? I mean, you look at the Lakers; they're they're AD and LeBron. You look at the they Clippers, have two
4: superstars though.
2: But you look at the Clippers; yeah, and it's 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 Paul George and Kawhi. Like you look at all these teams; but it's like the Clippers. Two, a but lot the Clippers have the Clippers and have and that third have max them. slot.
4: Yes, that was my point yeah. about using have, that third max slot they on tries, that freaking yeah. incredible. Right. Look at the Bucks. Right. The Bucks; you have the MVP, you have Middleton, who's been a top twenty player this year and then that third max slot is going towards Bledsoe Lopez like, like you're filling out that entire mm-hmm. team top to bottom right you, you can, can that's, fair. That, that's, that's what, what that's I'm fair. saying yeah, no, have, that's, that's, options, that's a fair I point that's a, a fair point. That you have,
2: well. the clippers you two are doing that as
4: well i think you i think you have two choices if you're if you're building a championship level team mm-hmm. not a playoff that's not fair that's fair yeah. you have two options you have three all-stars one of them has to be you know probably better than just an all-star we 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 get that's Mm -hmm. implied and then you have the ring chasing vets and the mle and that they Mm -hmm. fill out the rest of the roster or you go two star and then that third spot gets used on the rest i was one of the advocates for if possible instead of kd and kyrie and then a third max guy i was one of the guys if if it was for the knicks to do KD, Kyrie, and then like Boyan Bogdanovic and fill that third max slot with like three other really good starters. And then you have the entire rest of your cap to fill out just your bench. Like that, I think you either go three star and then minimum guys, or you go two star and really freaking good and then you bench. go, you go like
2: Brooke Lopez, Eric Bledsoe, yeah. George Hill. Yeah. yeah, you go like. A, Look at last know. year's
4: Raptors. I think That's last year's Raptors, say, you yeah. have, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. you
4: have Kawhi. There's your MVP caliber player. Okay, Siakam and Lowry are your two A and two B. Right. But then the That's rest the of that team, cast. Danny Green, Marcus, Saul, Saul yeah. Serge Ibaka, it was you
1: a
2: sporting have a cast,
4: yeah. Them, them yeah, you got like. like you could team. put
1: those guys. Well, yeah, because like you have a. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Because you took Kawhi, Kawhi off that game. Yeah. yeah. Look what they still. And they still won a lot of games. Yeah. And but look and, at and them this year. year. Forget last yeah. year. Right. <laughs> I right. mean, if you guys remember the predictions, I was all like, uh, "Kawhi's off." I don't know if the rappers are going to be like Chip. You remember that because you were looking at me like, "Dude, they're going to be really good." And I was yeah. like, "Ah, they'll be like a six, seven seed," and it was like. Yeah, you have got a refreshment seven. of seeing, yeah, like I'm you, Kyle know, you Lowry got a refreshment. Lover, so
4: I was never out on them, but
1: it was like a refreshment to see like. I missed twenty something games last year, and they still were beating teams by twenty because of that supporting cast. Yeah, so man. I mean, that I defense, agree with you, Chris. I think those defense. are the two ways to build a team, and and I actually like the the having two guys. And then the yeah. supporting cast around. I think that's. But a good if you win. only have
4: two guys, one of them needs to be an MVP yeah. caliber player. Because Otherwise, you have, you have no three,
1: chance. Like Miami's big three, right? They had no supporting. I mean, Ray Allen made that. They had the ring really chasing. Good, they right? had the ring yeah, chasing yeah. vets. But before It's three Ray guys and there, ring chasers, no or two guys yeah. and a
4: solid bench. I think you have two right. options. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, Chris. So you start thinking about upcoming stars. Let's think CAA stars in general. I know that almost the point of the episode was to talk stars, and we've, we've talked everything, really, but, but to talk <laughs> more specific names, let's, let's do some name drops, right? Uh, Joel Embiid. Where does he fit? We were talking in the KFS Slack. If you have Booker, Mitchell, and Embiid on a team, are they winning a ring? Yes. 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 Embiid, is. I'm healthy. Not Embiid is healthy. Embiid is healthy. With, As, that's off. what I'm saying. That's the health. It's with, the health.
2: Yeah, you can't. He, I wouldn't he, bet yeah, on that. He misses they too can. Many games, they right. can. With 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 those with with even give me either of those guys plus Embiid. Embiid is aside from maybe Jokic because he's Did just like, to he's the a, top? he's a different animal. Jokic is just he's he's like a different kind of center. But besides him, Embiid is the best. The best center in the league. Like oh, absolutely. Down. But even look like, like when
1: Ben Simmons. Lo-
2: when Ben Simmons
4: we, left and read tanking had to the to top he, and your MB takes
2: will change, I, yeah. I think. No, but, I, I I I read tanking to the top. I love I love that book. Oh, okay. But, uh, I was but, gonna say heavy in the no, Chick-fil-A. I, like But he – I mean, and I, even today actually he came out and said like he hasn't really been working uh, out I've been chilling. Like, yeah, he's yeah, I've been chilling. That was the that was the quote. That's
0: that's so, why I brought
4: him up because we but, we see the talent, but, but which one of those plans does Embiid fit into? He, it's not the two-star plan unless he's your second.
3: If you have he's Giannis so, he's and He's so good, though.
4: Like, he's so If you have lovely, Giannis like, and Embiid, you're, you're winning. If you have Giannis and Embiid, you're doing something. But Embiid with Booker and Mitchell, you have no wing. You have no superstar wing. It's two smaller guys. And then Embiid, like, I don't think I'd bet on that team to win a ring. I might be rooting for them because they're my team. I, think, I, might, I might think they could win it because they're my team. I'm not putting my money on a on that core.
2: I don't know if I would put money on them like going into a season or anything like that, but I think they're definitely like, no matter what, that core right there would be top two or three in the East. And if you make it to an yeah. NBA Finals, you got a chance. If and, that
1: team could and, add some Embiid somebody. is
2: Embiid is so Embiid would be the best player the Knicks have had. Uh, it may, I guess, probably Carmelo in his prime was better. I was than he, gonna say, but, pick
4: carefully. Yeah, yeah. Carme-
2: <laughs> I, I, I almost thought I wanted to say. I wanted to, I say, I wanted to say, say Ewing. I wanted no, no. What no, no, were no, no, you I'm about
3: not, to say? I was were you about say, to say better than Carmelo. I was gonna
2: say since <laughs> Ewing, but then I thought about it and I'm like, honestly, those years when Carmelo was like at his peak, he, uh, it's tough to pick yeah. anybody over him. But because it's point, a wing, it, it, you point, see yeah. the
4: value of a, you see the value of having An MVP caliber wing. But, yo, Embiid is so good.
2: Except that Joel Embiid is the
3: best defensive player in the NBA when he's locked in and healthy. I'm sorry. He's the best. I know everyone likes to shit on Joel Embiid because he's fat and lazy or whatever, and (laughs) that book makes him look terrible. Oh, my God. It's a book from however many years ago that happened. And he says dumb shit in interviews like he said today. When he's locked in and healthy, he's amazing. He's so fucking good. So good. But
1: the, it, I would it, take Ben Simmons. A
4: lot I, of I yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm a Simmons guy. I love Simmons jersey. I I'm a Simmons guy.
1: When I I see this shoot. year, no, he can't shoot. But hey, he's still making a lot of damn money with his but, layups and his passing ability. I, I think
2: he would. be. He would be. be <laughs> great on a team without Joel Embiid. Like,
4: which is like a a paradox almost because like and he,
0: people say that
4: Simmons can't have a center. No, just swap Embiid for Cat and watch what happens. Like like he, that is
2: a center who could actually shoot is something that, that would benefit him. And also even exactly. like I'm I would be fine with him as like a like a center who is like a good rim running type center, but like someone you don't mind taking off the floor at the end of the games, and you have Ben Simmons in there as your five. Like Ben Simmons he can cover most fives. Obviously a guy, Robinson, like, anybody? guy like guy like Embiid, a guy like Jokic, like those guys are different different animals. But Simmons can cover the five and then imagine him playing defense on the five on one end and then playing the point guard on the other, like Ben Simmons is just, I was, I was at at the
4: game. I was at the game at MSG where MB didn't play right. Tobias Harris won them that game with that five second violation committing shot at the end and, and the refs didn't catch it. So they put the Sixers Mm -hmm. up by, by however many Simmons without the steal. Simmons got the steal. Was that the same game? I think maybe, maybe. And, and but but Simmons without Embiid on the floor is such a I'm a I like I have very few basketball jerseys. Two of them are Magic Johnson and Ben Simmons. Like that's my kind of guy, like the floor general. I like that. Oh I, Chris I Paul like also, that. another floor general. I like that. I have, I, have a, I have a CP3 jersey. Um I'm a floor yeah. generals are my favorite type of player. It's why I am always gonna be Team Lonzo. I think he gets to kid level impact like one day, even if not as good, just Play style. I, I'll never jump off Lonzo's bandwagon. I
0: agree. That's with why you I'm here. very yeah, high yeah. on
4: his six foot seven brother, uh Sir lamello uh, Ball. I'm right like, here like, with and, you. Right. I love that build of player. That's why I take Simmons over Embiid. And, and Embiid, if he didn't have all the ifs, I don't even question. I just take Embiid. But there's too many ifs, and Simmons is too close for me to not.
1: Right. And, a quick six the years ifs debate is, for you. The if is that the injuries obviously with Embiid, and again.
4: Injury
0: right and before, work ethic.
3: well, and the right fact before, that he shoots with the wrong hand doesn't bother you guys at all.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> not weird to you guys. It's
3: but, but, not weird uh, at
1: all. Doesn't
4: RJ Barrett do the same thing? Wait a minute, I'm
1: a lefty.
2: Oh, does he?
4: I yeah, shoot yeah. Lefty. Uh, Barrett, I think Excuse he's ambidextrous. Me. He's
2: he did he does, you know, I, he does I, both. I Stephen A. Smith
0: lefty.
4: asked Stephen A. Smith asked Barrett pre-draft. He said, uh, "I'm," he said, "I love your tape." listen RJ I love the tape he's screaming at him I love the tape they're they're sitting two feet apart he's screaming at him I love the tape I love watching you play you're one of my favorite college players the same you know you've got to tell me what you're going to do with your off hand and RJ says one while I'm ambidextrous two he said playing without that hand still got me to be a top prospect I think that's kind of it sounds like cocky but I agree with Matt here to have that approach on Simmons. Like, okay, yeah, he can't shoot, and look what he does without a shot. Imagine if he can add that shot we hope Mitchell Robinson can add. How funny is that but Just that those his two are size in general
1: will still be able to get him to the rim. I think at some point you're going to have to develop some kind of shot, though, because when you get older and you start to lose that athletic ability, you, you got to – that's what the best – remember, LeBron couldn't freaking shoot coming into the league. Now LeBron has turned himself into a pretty damn decent shooter.
4: Post-game the Sixers well. could have – the Sixers could literally just – I'd hand them a, a blank Knicks roster sheet and asset sheet and just ask them to check off what they want, and, and they could <laughs> have that Simmons? for Simmons. Yeah, I, see, that's, that's
2: what I'd do for Embiid. I love but Simmons too, but Embiid, too, but, no.
4: but yeah. Embiid is – so I, I, so so I think Dan, you can I, sign I, Embiid in 2024 though. I think you can sign Embiid in 2024. I think the thing that has really kind do. of with set Leon it off for me with Embiid. Wes, I think you can.
1: The thing with Embiid, though, is if you look even right before the COVID-19 shut down the season, you'll have Simmons that had that weird freaking back injury and then had to, you know, miss several weeks, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Embiid literally had to do everything, right? Like he was carrying the team. But then you can see physically he was breaking down. Embiid started having back injuries. And he was going to miss some games. And then COVID-19 happened where, you know, everybody, obviously the league got shut down. So nobody really even paid attention to it. But the point is when it fell all on Embiid, his body fell apart. It just completely crumbled. And he just cannot carry the as talented as he is. And
4: when Embiid was out and everything fell on Simmons, it was beautiful basketball. So.
1: Exactly. That, I'm right there. I, I, I think Embiid is so talented. I wish he wasn't so injury prone, but the dude it was just. He, beautiful. He crumbled it's basketball. that Embiid,
4: M- Embiid is that girlfriend that, like, like, she's terrible, but, like, you just, like, you can't, you can't, like, you love the idea of a team led by Joel Embiid, healthy and working hard and not Chick fil himself out and, and practicing. And you love the idea of that team. You love the concept of pairing Embiid with the wing but every time you get you seemingly let down so far. And I know it's been not too long into his career. I'm not writing him off, but kind of. if I'm the Knicks, I, 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 no, not permanently I will say this right, about right MB, now. Though. And in comparison to Simmons. Yeah. But, but not permanently. I think, I, I think this. Embiid though, is someone really we could target in 2024. Like if we trade for Booker and, and say, Oh, how about this? We trade for Booker and we use the rest on Jonathan Isaac. And then sign Embiid in 2024. That's a that's a three I I watch very a lot. All,
2: I, I, don't, I don't
4: know.
2: All, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Chip, <Isaac>. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan Isaac over here. All all my last thought I'll I'll throw in about Ben Simmons is there's no if the Knicks want him they got to trade for him because there's no possible way in hell he's ever signing with the Knicks because yeah. he told me his his well, grandfather and his family. Despise all New York teams, and they hate New York teams. So I guess maybe maybe the maybe the money will will get them there. Like money talks. But they hate they hate the Knicks. They like. Ben Simmons is undefeated against the Knicks, and he said the reason why he plays so hard against them is to make his grandfather proud. why he does he hate? He the does want... Did
1: he say that? I just I, I've never heard that before. His, his grandfather, his grandfather hates them. hates him. He, he just hates him. Great. Okay. Yeah. I never his grandfather. Do that,
2: so. That's what he told. He told me. Okay. When uh, I've he, seen he went, he went ten think... zero against the Knicks so far in his career, he's undefeated. Wow. He's undefeated. Know. You, know you know what. That's is my favorite. Not impressive. We have a JV roster. Okay. You
1: tell, <laughs> you, next time you cover a damn game, you tend Ben Simmons that he he beat the JV well, team, okay? I'll
2: I'll I'll be honest. When it when that game, I think it was I think it was his tenth win in a row against the Knicks, and I said, you know, I'm trying to get an answer out of him, like you know, something salacious or whatever. And I'm like, I'm like so, Ben, you're undefeated against the Knicks, like in your career. How like why are you so good against them? And I was expecting like because they suck or like, like I was like <laughs> you know some kind of answer like that. And he was just like my grandfather just he hates him he hates the Knicks so he's like he's like I can't lose he's like or else my grandfather would be pissed and I was like right at the end of his media availability me and him are walking out just kind of like laughing about it and his grandfather was like right there in the tunnel and his grand I, I was like I was like I was like hey I was like he says you hate the Knicks is that true and he goes can't stand them, and I was like, "All right, like that—that's fair enough. Makes sense."
1: Well, so I guess we got to scratch Ben Simmons off the list of of never coming to New York. I can get that out of eh, my head. Right. If
2: you trade for him, though, and also money talks. Like if people, people yeah. said they've hated places before and then signed later. So I mean, talks. I'm okay if it
1: never happens because there's other guys that I can I can also kind of squeeze in there. You know, I'm just a big fan. I, other than the jump shot, I do acknowledge at some point Ben Simmons is gonna have to. Give me a, a mid range shot. Something. Because when you get older, you lose that athletic build. You gotta add something. To you. you gotta evolve a little bit to remain relevant. Otherwise you'll kind of just become like a passer, like a floor general type thing, which you still have worth that way. But if you wanna stay at like a star, eventually you're gonna have to hit a mid range freaking shot. Um didn't he hit a, a three against the Knicks this season? His
2: first didn't career had one.
1: Yeah, that was the most that that's just that's yeah. Uh,
2: the Philly crowd was going ballistic. You know happens.
1: it's bad because you know how the Knicks can't defend a three ball. It You know it's bad when you let Ben Simmons hit a freaking three-pointer on you. Like, I mean, that's just uh, – you should go in the film room and just go, wow, we got to get better at defending around the damn perimeter because Ben Simmons just hit a freaking three-pointer on us. Just like throwing it out there. But that was interesting. You know, out of the two, though, it's just Embiid with the injuries, I, and I can't, I can't take that on. Even in something like 2024, I don't know if I ever would want Embiid. I know how talented he is. I just don't trust the guy to play more than 40 games a season. And then when you're making a deep playoff run, you need him healthy. And at that time of year, nobody's healthy. And just his history shows that he's just not going to be able to do it. I will I stay away from.
2: I will he, say the fact that he got diarrhea against the Nets last last playoffs that does make me a little worried about him on the Jordan Nets. had if the gets, flu. The if he gets it's diarrhea in a, bad, in a in a big game, <laughs> Jordan
1: Jordan had the flu, and he, yeah. and he still dominated.
3: The flu. There's no
1: excuse. <laughs> There's no excuse. No, I'm just kidding. But. I think we have covered everybody. Jordan had the
3: I, flu. Please, get the flu. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
1: flu yeah. poison. What do we, we have? The do flu. we have
4: quick hitters? Do we have? Uh, uh, if, if you do, you, do we have any quick? Hitters? Just throw a star's name out there, and I'll. That's what I mean. This I'll is sh- the last call. I'll shoot you this down. This is the last call. All right. If, we have one. Yeah. if we're
2: talking disgruntled stars, let's say uh, with Nikola Mirotic. Uh, what's he on Barcelona now? Once he gets disgruntled, Knicks make a play <laughs> for him. Uh, let's go through RJ, all the international. R.J. Yeah.
4: and four first. firsts. Uh, I hope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Donage one day
1: I hope Luca Donage gets so mad at Dallas that he says oh I want to be traded I, and I really want to go to the Knicks that's wishful freaking he, thinking did he not but say I would pre-draft
4: want like his dream was to play for the Knicks and like he we have that photo of him looking like me right now but in his Carmelo Anthony shirt <laughs> and uh no really I, th- I think Donage is one of those guys where I will never just because I'm an insane Knicks fan I will never not believe that even if it's not until he's 36 years old like at the when Luka Doncic is retiring he spent a season in orange and blue uh whether he was whether it was from when he was 28 to 34 and he brought us six rings in that time or just the last year of his career he said screw it let me just go there for one year I've always wanted to before I retire that you can't convince me otherwise one season at least same same with LeBron Jeremy and I are right there with LeBron you cannot convince me that Bron does not get bored and decide, you know what, they'll take me no matter what. Let's do, screw it. And and I don't think LeBron or Doncic go without playing for the Knicks, especially with, like, Wes and everything now. There's just – I'm so high on World Wide Wes as an asset. I, I People, I would, like, yell at me for it, but I'm so high on World Wide Wes as an asset. I really think that changes so much about us as a, as a destination. Like, you can't tell me that Devin Booker did not want to touch us with a 10-foot pole and now that we have Wes and Rose, there's no way he's not going, like, you know, just the hiring it. Yeah. changes it that much. Now imagine we do some competent basketball moves and, and, and make get ourselves some, presentable some, to some yeah. basketball talent on our roster. Then what does Devin Booker have to say? I've had seven head coaches in six years now and, and, uh, he, what he, he's, he's going to be five for five new five coaches in six years after this season. Right. Actually they yeah, could fire uh, Monty yeah. mid season. We're still, we're still six, six for six is still in play. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah technically technically mid season.
3: It is the, it is the, sons, it is the Suns. It is the Suns. They could do something like that. And that, that would probably no, piss them so off. Really, Everybody loves Monty Williams. So Booker Booker I I think Booker, like if we do some
4: competent basketball stuff in New York city, you can't tell me Booker won't want to come. You can't tell me Donovan Mitchell, whose dad works for the Mets, won't have somewhat of an inner
3: desire to to come here.
4: He's I, not finishing
3: his career in Utah, so
0: <sighs> no,
3: no chance. Shot. No,
4: he'll be out of the. No way, Oladipo. We, Chip and I were talking about it. No way, Victor Oladipo outwardly wants to retire in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Does James All Harden guys want, want to retire
3: around. in Houston? Mm, i think he feels like he's the king of houston but yeah
4: that's a tough one
3: they have good strip clubs in houston and if he so joins awful.
4: butler if he joins butler in miami yeah think you about, were talking about, miami. Think about better think strip about, clubs think in about miami geographical think about geographical location danny <laughs> yeah and, uh, <laughs> think about team quality he doesn't want to screw around maybe maybe he says hey hey i'll take a few less threes if you let me just get a few extra hamburgers in per week like like uh, whatever it is, I'll practice three hours extra if if I get to go to some some restaurant an extra time. Like like, I just can, feel it's like, like, James Harden would get to to get to skimp out on the fitness program. There's no, you can't convince I just, me that they. I just what feel do like you James let him Harden
1: has gotten to play with so many talented players already? Like they match them up obviously with <laughs> Westbrook here.
4: Three
3: Hall of Famers Hall. he's gotten I, I mean, he's, in Houston. I mean? Three Hall of Famers. <laughs> I just just I three. Know. Russ, Dwight, CP Chris and Paul Dwight? and Russ. There's nothing yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. in OKC Durant and Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah okay
4: oh, well, yeah, technically yeah. he played. With we don't we Russ, don't count that he was yeah. developing. Yeah. I don't know, not I'm not saying it's the Knicks, but you can't tell me Harden doesn't kind of wish he was on the Lakers Heat, even Clippers. Didn't 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 Kawhi reach out to didn't Kawhi try to have the Clippers reach out to the Rockets? about Harden and then when they said no he went for PG. I
3: didn't know that. I don't know that. I
4: be- I'm really confident that that's true. I believe there were 3 people that Kawhi went for before settling for Paul George and Harden was one of them. Um it I don't know if true. I would be able to find that but it there were there were there were choices before I think. I I can't was, I I won't be able to find it but
3: I remember there was no personal connection between the two of them really. So because I think Paul George said that even like they weren't like close friends before they decided to team up. Like Paul, uh, Kawhi kind of like called him up or something him up. like yeah. that. Yeah. So,
4: so Kawhi had other people in mind. Kawhi's, I believe his first choice was Harden. I don't want to, I don't want to say this, but I, I feel, I think Kawhi tried, like, well, I don't know if he tried LeBron or what it was because he would have just went to LA so that he would have just gone yeah. to Lakers. So, not that, but it was like Harden and uh i can't even think of i maybe giannis i don't know there was like he he tried better players before pg and um so you can't tell me harden doesn't kind of want to go to the i i don't think he would have tried harden without harden okaying that you know what i mean he needs harden's want to get traded and then the houston probably said no we're not trading harden for picks we're
3: not doing that it says here he called jimmy butler and kevin durant first Kevin Durant, Butler is Harden in there though? Ramona Shelburne says Durant got a call from Kawhi Leonard, and oh no, this just says Durant. I thought I saw Jimmy Butler. Ramona Shelburne just says Durant. It doesn't say. I know Durant was one. I I, I'm really confident. If he's reaching out to all these
1: people though, I'm sure. Yeah, you, reach out to find something going on in Houston. Right, but They're I'm like, saying if Harden I'm was sure. one of those
4: names, that means that right. Harden okayed an L.A. trade in theory, uh, meaning that he would be willing to leave Houston to join another star somewhere else. Maybe not Miami where they would make him work. Because yeah, if
1: it's not – they keep pairing him up with somebody in Houston and he went there. Eventually – Harden doesn't want go to go to – Realistically,
4: you know, Harden – he doesn't want to go to Boston. He doesn't want to go to yeah, – right, these good no, teams. No, Harden no, probably doesn't want no, to go to – He can't end up on the Warriors. He can't end up on the Warriors. And what's left? Lakers, Clippers, Heat, Knicks, Kings. Does Sacramento count as a city? No, right? No. So, no. no, he's not going. No. Down. So, 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 Knicks, Heat, Lakers,
3: Clippers. That's it. Where, where else would when they want to go? I, when this cheap ass owner, too, when he fires uh, Harden's coach and fires his general manager, that's going to give him some pause, too. That's going to make him think about things. No, that's just going to be his ex- – I
4: think he will have already thought about it, and at that point, that will be his excuse of just – Oh, yeah, that'll be that'll be the tipping point, mm-hmm. yeah. And then sure. him so, and so russ guys, if, we're, if we're talking crazy star dreams, I don't – I literally would keep tabs on LeBron James, James Harden, eight years from I've now.
1: I've only waited 20 years for LeBron to put a Knicks uniform on. I mean, that's you know, <laughs> that's uh, like I don't care. He could be 40 something years old, and I'll take him. Like, uh, I, I just, just think that every it. all you these know. guys
4: want to live and play for New York at some point, and Wes being here is like the the bat signal, like, like of hope, like right. you know what I mean. Well, you know how I many can. guys
1: we have like the random Knicks? Like, we always get really like talented players, but when they're way past, the I, think the game, I think that's
4: Harden. I think Wash Harden comes. I think washed Luka just comes. Get
1: one in the prime of their career. That
3: would G-Mac? be Mac. No, Wash yeah, CP3.
4: Like, what? Let's start so, with Wash well. CP3. Then we'll There's do There's no such away. thing as
3: Wash CP3. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no such thing <laughs> as
4: Wash CP3. We'll start with cp3 um (laughs) then then uh washed harden will come in 2026 right whenever that is like i i can't i can't be convinced otherwise you have to show me that they don't you have to show me that they retire without ever putting on our jersey with wes in the building like that's how much i value wes i think wes undoes like oh but it's the knicks like they could be the best team in the world and nobody would sign there i think like that's a yogi bearism but i think uh (laughs) I, I think Wes changes that, you know. I think Wes
3: really gives you a chance uh, with with whatever. All
4: right.
3: Well, I would I trade we, for Chris we, Paul. I would. I just would. I love Chris Paul. I want him at the. Guard. Chris Paul's you. LeBron's your guy, Matt. Chris Paul's the guy I want. The lock and knocks for Paul. So bad. I'm down.
1: You know, I, and I, Knox. I, yeah. Oh in. my God, Do yes.
3: Do you it, know, and, fuck Kevin Knox. <laughs> <laughs>
2: evil evil
3: that's it that's the that's the ending note of the bond yeah
2: that's yeah that's that's where we're gonna leave it at chip chip just chip just figured out exactly how to end it (laughs) fuck kevin knox
1: (laughs) that was great that was awesome uh let's wrap it up though and uh we'll be back next week with another episode of the next state of mind podcast chris thank you so much for joining us today. for having me
4: on it was a pleasure thanks chris
1: i'm gonna get your name right chris Percy Eiden, is that close?
4: Two thumbs up. Perfect. You got it.
1: <laughs> Look at this. I graduated. I mean, next time I'm getting it. Next time you join us, I'm gonna get. I it I just right graduated off the bat.
4: high school. You just graduated the, <laughs> the, the name. name pronunciation uh, academy.
1: Guys, I'm a public address. I'm a cum laude. That's what's scary. Okay, <laughs> that's what's scary. I have to ask the the coaches like, how the heck do you say this guy's name all the time? But. I get through it. I do. I do well when it's showtime, but man, I am. I butcher names. That's what I do.
0: Yeah, um, you got Chris, Luca's
1: name
3: wrong like four times today.
1: Luca Donich, That's what I'm calling. Yeah. <laughs>
3: that's
2: what um, I'm calling. And, him and and just get I'm, us out. I'm, I'm, we're I'm just, done here. I'm just throwing it out <laughs> he there. He said Donich. I'm not. I'm not cutting. I'm not cutting that first part out of the pod. We're we're going in hot like we did. That that is it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sounds good to me I don't care I have no shame I, I admit good. it I, I butcher names that's what I do that's what I'm here for uh, but we'll be back next week for another episode of the Next State of Mind podcast thanks for listening